Welcome to the GD Spirit Pub for rebel souls, earth angels, and courageous hearts. Because we believe we chose this crazy human existence, we're here to ponder upon the challenges, the meaning, and purpose. Cheers to you for tuning in to your soul. And joining us at the GD Spirit Pub for a pint of joy and to enlighten up. Well, hey there, and welcome to the GD Spirit Pub. Another enlightened afternoon, morning, nighttime, whatever. Whenever you're listening. I'm Green Diva Mag. I'm Weenie Greenie Julie. And we needed a little uplift, if you will. And we thought, oh, let's talk about all those times when we have felt... And benefited from signs, mm. some people call them signs, or messages from spirit or the great, the beyond. I don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. Y- Intuition. Thank you. Yeah. I wish I remembered the force. Uh, you know when you have that realization that you've just been really, you know. Spoken to, <laughs> guided, just, helped, saved. Yeah, those you've moments. You've just been told by spirit. Yeah. And you're like, what? What? And and it's so cool, and you're so excited, and you want to tell everybody. And my first instinct is, i got to call Julie and tell her about this. And we we were, it's funny, because before we started talking about this, Julie said something about about all the times that it happens. And I said, well, for me, it's that it doesn't happen enough. (laughs) And she said, but every time we talk. And I said, no, no, that's because you're my go-to for that. And that's why we need each other every day. Yes. And shows like this to remind ourselves and review all the many ways that we do feel connected in this disconnected world and the ways that we support each other by remembering we're far more than our bodies. And, you know, I just remembered a story that I didn't tell you about while we were talking earlier. I got in my car one day, I was a little bit in a hurry, and started backing up my driveway, and suddenly my seatbelt, bing, 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 goes off, and I have my seatbelt on. And I stop, I look in the gap, the seat next to me, No, nobody's there. There's no, I think, and I look around again and then I look in the mirror and my garbage can is smack in the middle of, right behind my car. I would have creamed it and not only would it have probably done some damage to my car, but this, <laughs> those darn garbage cans are really expensive. Yeah. We keep replacing them because our garbage men throw them around. Yeah. Yep. So I just thought, those bing, bing, bings were from beyond. There was no electrical reason why my car would do that. It's never done it before or since. And I went, was that you talking to my guardian angel? And then once I was backed up and starting, I said, oh, there is a song waiting for me. Because often I oh, feel yeah. messages with Music, songs. Many right. people do. I turn on the radio and it is a new song that I didn't know about at the time, but said something like, I just met an angel. I went, <gasps> my whole body went, God bumps. <laughs> God and bumps. I was smiling the whole way, whatever errand that I, an angel just did a bing, bing, bing for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny how when those things happen, 
it's so, you know, you know, your whole body reacts, everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but coincidence and people, well, it's just a coincidence. And you're like, yeah, but you know what? It made me really happy. So I don't really care. Exactly. A coincidence is the angel's way of staying anonymous <laughs> because we're not, we came in here not being, not having that memory of being connected. And so the, the challenge, the adventure, the treasure hunt was to remember our connection. And it's a practice. That's why they call it a spiritual practice. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> no, practice makes progress. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, From like, a recovering perfectionist. I'm so there with you. <laughs> so in, in AA, people often call them God incidences, <laughs> which I like. And there or was dog an, incidences, yeah, or, you know, if, yeah, dyslexic, dyslexic God. Yeah. 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 What is that joke? And I'll never get it right, so I'm not even going to try. Uh, but the one about uh, yeah, the dyslexic, the dyslexic agnostic lying in bed. At, <laughs> no, the insomniac dyslexic. Uns- Wait, let me try that again. The insomniac dyslexic agnostic who lies in bed at night wondering if there is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. That's like the punchline, but I don't really know what the joke uh, yeah, is. Who cares? It's a good punchline. It's kind of good. That's why I don't tell jokes. <laughs> so. That sensation that you get when you know Mm. that you've just received a Mm. message Mm. from beyond. Mm -hmm. Now, remember, so sometimes for us, you and I talk about it it comes in animals. We Mm. we, we all so often. You and I are animal people. Yeah, it comes wherever we have put our attention. I believe that. And so some of you out there will understand that. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely I I'm I talk to stray tiny birdies that <laughs> me too. Nobody else. You know, like like the little sparrows or whatever. I don't know. People are yelling at them because they're at the luncheon outside. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Oh, yes. And they're like get away, get away. Yeah, and don't like, no, don't no. let them eat the crumbs for but, And and thing. Wayne and I are sneaking crumbs yeah. to them because we like them. Anyway, the day we decided to start this podcast. Yes. Remember? Remember? The mama snapper. My lord, that was the biggest... My sweet lord, that was a big turtle. That was the biggest turtle I've ever seen. What are are we talking? Just the shell was over... Over a foot and a half. 18 inches, Yeah. yeah. Then add the dinosaur head... Which was another six extended. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the end. tail, which was yeah. even longer. And those big elephant legs. Yeah, it was really monstrous. It was impressive. And she had all those sprouts on the back of her. On her tail. Right? Yeah. I was like, oh, look, she's sprouting. I did not believe you. We were cracking up because I heard you say, she's growing sprouts. <laughs> then we found out she was actually laying eggs in the neighbor's wonderful mulch because they love the mulch. They can easily just squish their honey in there and leave their ping pong balls and head right back to the water. Yeah. And then the babies will follow suit when they break open i guess that happens at night you haven't seen any baby snappers around have you no yeah too bad i know i I was worried for them because i didn't (laughs) want them to get accidentally mowed (laughs) by the neighbor who like unless anybody's mowing at night and they were okay that's but that was a very auspicious sign for us turtle represents mother earth and creativity and and the things that are dear to us so we were very inspired by that and practically jumped and skipped back into the house didn't we we really did we did we got lots of good pictures and Whoa. it never occurred to us that she might be aggressive because oh, it, it really no. other people when they saw the pictures were like oh you were you were kind of close I, and people were sharing that video that actually shocked me 
I thought, oh, other people think this is fascinating. It wasn't just a personal message. It was, whoa, this baby was in New Jersey walking on somebody's lawn. Yeah. Special turtle. It was very special. But but turtle medicine is all about Mother Earth, mm-hmm. right? Isn't mm-hmm. she, turtle represent? And creation. And this and mama creation, literally yeah. was pregnant and had just dropped her eggs. That's why the only reason, I read later, they come out of the water right. was to lay their eggs. Because otherwise snappers are much more stealthy in the water. So we took that as a, a wow. big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. You know, you girls create. <laughs> Create. You mamas. <laughs> you mamas. And we are mamas. Yeah, we are. So then I was thinking about, and we talked a little bit about signs from loved ones beyond. Mm. And so important to keep us from getting glum and grim about the cycle of life, the circle of life. Right? But tell us about either your dad or your mom. I know you had yeah. pretty profound experiences with both. I happen to have a lot of experiences with death and dying. Of being connected to a uh, spirit. Well, actually, here's a weird one that we didn't talk about. Oh. My father was ill, and, you know, we knew he was gravely ill with cancer, mm. but, you know, nothing Im- seemed imminent. And I was up in Massachusetts, and my baby girl, Jessie, who was maybe two or three, no, she must have been like three at the time, in the middle of the night, she woke up and she said, Oh, Grumpy's here. And that's <gasps> what. Oh, that's what my kids call him. And she said, Grumpy's here, or Grumpy was here. And I said, well, wait, what? And she said, he said it's time to come home. Whoa. And so I said, oh, okay then. And I called my mom the next day, and she said, yeah, he seems to be declining. I, I, I think, you know, I think you should come home. And so we did. We went home, and that, we, we stayed until the end. And you listened. Yeah. You we, you do listen. And when you share them with me, you often say, I don't know, was that a sign? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a skeptic. I really am. Even if I get the message and I believe it when I hear it and mm-hmm. I say it to other people and they're like, yeah. And then I go, eh, yeah. Yeah, because it's not everyday conversation. So that's why we yeah. support each other because when someone else hears it, it's it's easier to be objective. And then you've had lots of messages from... Oh, my gosh. Over and over. But but my favorite, the most profound recently, so this would have been 2015, the morning my dad had passed away, and it was a shock. We did not know that he was even sick. And as I walked through our kitchen to let my dog outside... And I knew I'd gotten a phone call from my brother. I said, angels, just let me know you're with mom. Or I said, dad, let me know you're with mom. I don't remember. It was just a plea out to the universe because I was desperately hurting for her at the moment, knowing she was alone and had just lost Mm. her beloved of 30, 30, 60, 60 some odd years. And I... The words had just left my lips because I know I said them out loud, opened the back door and this low flying V of geese came over the house, really low flying, honking with that incredibly harsh yet, yet triumphant. Very clear. Oh, it, I re, I literally reeled back into the house laughing because 
I just knew it was my dad probably in concert with my guardian angels, his angel. I don't know. It it felt like he was saying that he was celebrating and it was a yes. Of course, we're with mom and the Canada geese mean something to our family because mm-hmm. we have a cottage in Canada and geese have always meant something because very typical of my parents in our town growing up, people didn't like the geese because they left their poop on the lawns. My parents always thought they were great. And and my dad in particular sort of admired their harsh ways, you know, because dad had that black and white kind of attitude. So in so on so many levels and in so many ways, I felt absolutely assured that, that was a message, a sign, and an exaltation to mm. be like, yes, yes, to everything you're asking, everything you're saying. Oh, it was wonderful. Wow, I love that story, and and it and it 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 reminded me of when my dad's funeral. Speaking of you know our dad's mm. dying, I don't know why it's going there but that's where it's going i you probably weren't in the car with us there was a it was a big funeral it was and my dad was not a notoriously good driver <laughs> no he wasn't oh and my he, god he tended to hit things <laughs> and scare us all and so we were in the limo and then the hearse, we were waiting. We were kind of waiting for the hearse. It was kind of awkward. Remember St. Peter's? It's mm. a small parking lot. It's Oof. very awkward to turn around yes. and get around, especially if you're a hearse. Or and a on a hill. Yeah. So we were watching the hearse try to manip- you know, maneuver this parking lot. And it backed into a stone wall <laughs> and knocked part of it over. <laughs> and my entire family, like we all instantly knew. And everybody started to laugh and wow. said, oh, my God, Dad is driving that car. <laughs> I mean, that may seem stupid and trivial, but, you know, all of us in sync completely knew and understood without saying it that that was our father. Yes. And it snaps us out of our sort of lower vibration, yeah. fear, concern, um, separateness mm-hmm. into this wonder that that the world is operating on such a bigger, broader, infinite level that that, that a little crack up with the hearse would bring you the joy of the memory, even though that wasn't great, that he wasn't a, a great driver. It's but it like, was funny. I mean, yes, he never killed anybody, of, right, so it wasn't a tragic thing. <laughs> it's part of who he was. Yeah. And it and also speaks to the fact that when someone's gone for whatever reason even they're just gone for to appreciate those quirks Mm. is a wonderful way to to remember that yeah i don't know how many times that that has happened otherwise i i i doubt it's ever happened really it just seemed unique at the moment (laughs) oh my god and then you know I, i i again think of nature right nature speaking to us and i was thinking about this eagle I, I saw one recently up here, and we seem to have oh. more that are residing mm-hmm. in this area, and it's it's not as uncommon. But it was exciting because mm-hmm. I haven't seen one. And uh, but but it brought me back to a time I went to Florida on a retreat, and we were on an island, and it was off season, so nobody else was there, and we were doing this really intense past life regression work, and uh, apparently we're the only ones on the island, so we thought right. Ooh. In this in this rental house, and there was you know, like a dozen of us women, and there was this 
Well, anyway, this one particular, there's two incidences that happened, but one, we had this really, um, everybody agreed that it was one of the most amazing past life meditations, right? Everybody had their own experience. But as soon as we came out of it, we looked up and we were in a screened in porch. There was a huge bald eagle sitting like right next to the screen, right next to this one woman. We're like, hello. Wow. And And they're not exactly social creatures. Right? Wow. So we were really, really like, okay, like I... I don't even know what the message was, but it was like, <laughs> it we got matter. it. We got <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. We got it. Thank you very much. That was the same. I'll just tell real quick. The funny part of that story was, so someone in a later meditation, it was like a, like an, another past life thing. This woman was having a reaction and she was screaming and we were, and, and the facilitator was encouraging her to let it out. Right. So she's screaming at the top of her lungs and all of us wow. are like, wow, okay. <laughs> and Suddenly there was a helicopter and there was all these police because apparently there was someone else on the island and they thought someone was being murdered. (laughs) (laughs) I snorted that one. That was a funny one. I can help myself. Yeah. Spirit was having a good laugh over that one. That was a funny one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I digress. So I think so much of it is the listening Mm. Is being willing and open, mm-hmm. and of course, the word we use every episode, present. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, because in that presence and that openness and awareness, everything is possible. And then there are messages everywhere. And why shouldn't we be looking for that and and excited about that mm-hmm. instead of being limited by what our eyes see or our nose smells or... Our greater sense is so much bigger and so much less understood that we learn through experiencing it. Like we have learned that these moments, these songs that come at exactly the right time, this beeping car that beeps at exactly the right time, the eagle that shows up when you're involved in spiritual, an eagle represents spirit. All of it is incredibly... um, inspiring affirmations yeah that yes there is a greater mystery and staying open to that because not not one of us has all the answers but exploring in them is really rewarding so like sometimes i have you know this sort of cynical jaded human tendency to be like when is a cloud that looks like an eagle just a cloud right (laughs) but then when I allow myself to be like in wonder yeah, about, exactly. you know, like, oh my gosh, look at that rock. Looks like a heart. Yeah. Like, okay. You know, it could be a thousand things, but I see a heart. What does that mean? Yeah. And I feel better if I believe it's a heart than just believing that it's a random shape of a rock. Exactly. And if it brings our vibe up, yeah, it it did. It doesn't matter, right? It, it it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter because in whatever way we use what's around us to lift us, not to discourage us, that's our medicine of presence. That That's working. It's probably a good day when you look up and you see a cloud shaped like an angel or a unicorn or whatever makes you happy. Oh my gosh, that's so true. And clouds have always been, I've always loved looking at the sky. I feel like it's an endless, beautiful canvas. And I have 
the most beautiful pictures of angels. Yes, you do. In the clouds. You it's, do. And I think, because that's been a focus for me, for I love landscape painting and I've always loved blue. And so skies, of course, became a, a theme. That's where my guidance speaks to me. Right. But if it's you, it's, it's music or right. it's... Right. Uh, or animals or whatever it is. Whatever yeah. it is, that's where the messages will come through clearly. I think they're everywhere all day long, but it's where our focus is. So for the sky for me works, it works, and it, it, it seems to get stronger every year. I would like to encourage our listeners and myself in saying this is to not discount mm. something or try to rationalize it as, well, that's just coinkitting. Coinkitting. And allow yourself to go, wow, Right. what wow. if this is a message from my angels? They love me. And mm -hmm. why don't I just enjoy it? Oh, my gosh. We were just meditating beforehand. Oh, yeah. And after I did my everyday connect to the light above, ground to the earth below, I sort of took a deep breath and said, okay, angels, any messages about our podcast? And suddenly I hear the song. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like to love somebody the way we love you Aww. or the way I love you. And I went, oh, yeah, you <laughs> felt thought, like your angels were loving. You. I totally did. So where did that song come from? Right. Why did that one come out of the recesses of my brain? I think it came from my heart mm -hmm. and this idea that we are just so loved. I know the um, the angel mystic Lorna Byrne says the angels giggle because we look at them as these majestic beings of light and we talk about them as if they're superior and they look at us as these majestic beings and courageous beings of light that are locked in a dark body, forgotten who they are. They are so happy to be at our service, quote unquote, yeah. um, because it brings them joy to be uh, amidst this earth experiment or adventure. I have a Mike Dooley quote that kind of goes along with this. He says, he's the notes from the universe guy. Right. I love his Actually, name. it's not as if your angels can drop everything they're doing and come running whenever you call for assistance, guidance, and love. You pretty much are everything they're doing. Oh. Well, and some people might say that is ridiculous. They they have better things to do. No, no they, they don't. don't. No. <laughs> Apparently, there are unemployed angels out there who, if you're traveling along and you see, for instance, a car that is broken down, ask for any unemployed angels to please help and assist in this area, and that. they happily flood in lake water to do their thing to unemployed heal and angels. love. Unemployed isn't that funny? That and she doesn't laugh when she says it. I cracked up. <laughs> I thought really. You know, She's like, no, it's serious. They like a job. You know, bring them in. Call them in. Oh, ask. Yeah. Allow. Remind. Them, because they use our energy to shore up us, but also to bring to those we pray for or think about or love. I get that all the time. You know, I meditate. I get messages. I question them. You know. <laughs> it's but, so goes. But almost once every a dozen meditations when I feel that connection with whatever they are, angels, guides, I get this message, you have no idea mm. how beautiful, and mm. they don't mean me personally, but, but that we have this right. huge 
we have a following energy <laughs> no that that humans have this this huge energy field that right. is colorful and beautiful right and we just have no idea yeah i think we do instinctively and that's part of intuition when you see someone and you feel a certain connection or you get a certain vibe i think you're seeing things that you don't realize you're seeing exactly but there's a whole other episode mm, isn't it oh yeah. my gosh right but that that for them it's a joy to dance in that energy and for us it's a joy because the angels know they're connected whereas we've forgotten and we have the amnesia so they are it's like when you're allowed to help someone and you realize you've been of service it feels really good so angels feel that blessing of being of service to those of us mucking around in the dark trying to understand that love wins out ultimately even if it's looking a little crusty down here a little crusty down here (laughs) yeah so i yeah we 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 really just kind of branched into the angel thing and i i can't um so we picked angel cards Mm. julie and i've been originally these cards came from a game yeah remember that Mm -hmm. and we're talking like 20 Five thirty, wasn't it? Almost. What was the name of that game? The transformation game. Yes, the transformation game. Where did that come from? Yeah. But that's where these cards came from, and then the cards just became the cards, and Mm -hmm. people could just buy the cards and keep them in a bowl, and you pick one, right? And Julie and I both agreed that we love all of the cards, but both of us cringe when we get obedience. (laughs) <laughs> or willingness Whoa. but it's cute little illustrations i so we decided we'd pick some cards before mm-hmm. doing this and uh i picked enthusiasm oh and it was so perfect because she was not feeling enthusiastic. I was so <laughs> not feeling i'm like thank you I but you that. are now i am now and i picked education which felt like a little bit of a bummer <laughs> so i i picked an addendum which was creativity and i went oh perfect totally Teaching creativity, embodying creation, learning about how we create. And and this ability to listen to our own intuition on, on all the signs around us, we do help create our own path. It's like we are walking into this understanding that, yes, I'm connected and I, I matter here and I have a lot of unseen friends. Well, and we need the reminders Often in the morning, I have sort of a ritual of prayer, meditation, that kind of thing in my own way. Not religious, really, but uh, it is my routine to make that connection. But I often ask, you know, throughout the day, help me to feel your presence. Mm. And when I say you, I don't really know. Angels, guides, God, I don't know what it is. But, But when I do that, I set up a frame of mind in which... I've asked for it, and it always shows up in some way. Yes, and I don't think we have to be specific about what we need. I recall, mm, I'm going to say five years ago, I was feeling very overwhelmed with my business, and I decided I am unsubscribing from every newsletter I have because I was, you know, drowning in email and all of that. And at the same time, I had had this very strange gut feeling that I wanted to see this painting that I had done in college that my older brother had uh, found 
when we were visiting our parents one Christmas. He found it in the basement and said, Jewel, can I, can I hang this up in my place? Because, you know, if you're not using it. And when I saw it was, it's a big painting. It was a, we were copying the masters and it was a man with an angel over his shoulder. Oh, I know. I wasn't into angels or anything at the time. And yet that's what I chose. Mm -hmm. So I reluctantly said, okay, yeah. Cause after seeing, seeing it, after not seeing it for several years, I actually went, whoa, I did a good job. (laughs) And that was not like me to be able to compliment myself. So he, off he went with it. Uh, years went by and my brother and I were no longer mm-hmm. connected because he became very... Well, you were connected, you just didn't have We were, that's right. He was very, connection. very uh, yeah. Catholic and right conservative and I was the opposite. And at this time, five years ago, I had this yearning to see the painting. Where did that come from? Why did I need to see it? What did it matter? But I wanted to know what painting it was. So I started searching around. I couldn't remember who was the master that I copied. I I give up. But it really is this deep yearning. I don't know if it's about my brother or the painting or what. But So my first email that I go to unsubscribe, uh, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It's a really long one. Right to the bottom. Yes, to the bottom. And I've never looked through this particular whoever it was. At the bottom of that email is my painting. I am not kidding you. What? And I, my whole body (laughs) shook in shock. How was that answered? I didn't say, let me see that painting. I just was in sort of this angst. I click on it to see if it goes anywhere and it goes to Amazon. It's a CD cover. So I can't find, okay, who did this? Mm. Later, my husband finds it's a Caravaggio. It's St. Matthew and the angel. Mm. And I realized this is a biblical thing. Didn't hit me then. It's with my brother. Mm. It's at home with him. And later, when my father passed away and I saw my brother again, he had it hanging in his in his office. So we'd never been that far apart all those yeah, years. you have been all connected. He had not dismissed me the way I thought he had. But that it came, I came upon it in that way was really a wow. Don't so you love that? When we ask, talking about. yeah, it's answered. Just we have to keep our heart and our eyes open. So I would encourage all of you to who are listening. You know, open your eyes, take the blinders off. Not that you have them on, but we do. We just <laughs> automatically, I do. I have to like, like, wait a minute, Meg, wake up, smell the coffee and be ready. And Julie, you've got something. Yes. And look for feathers. Oh, feathers are yeah. a great sign or rocks. I suppose. It could be anything. Right. We determine that that is the sign from my mom or that's the sign from whatever. And then we look and, and we're part of that creation. I love that it's a G.K. Chesterton quote. Angels fly high because they take themselves lightly. Always a good thing to lighten up on our seriousness. Love you. <laughs> love you. Thanks for joining us at the GD Spirit Pub. Hope we helped you remember the gorgeous light that you are. To find out more about the GD Spirit Pub, this podcast, Weenie Greenie Julie, or GD Meg, please visit gdspiritpub.com. This podcast was joyfully produced by Green Diva Studio. 
please look for us on iTunes as The Green Divas. While you're there, leave us a glowing review. 